Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Shane, and I'm here with Tito. What's up? And we recorded our first podcast today with our friend Matt. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Tito underscore obscene at Majin Shane. And we really hope you guys enjoy this. Thanks. We're here to talk about motherfucking anxiety and shit. I don't think my friends have anxiety. I think it's just me. I but, used to struggle with anxiety. Not anymore, though. Yeah, so we're just all here to, like, open up about that type of shit. Because it's been ruining my life, mostly. <laughs> but... I don't know. I'm trying to see if later on in the future I come back to this and see if I got better or some shit, but I don't know. You guys are my friends. You guys should definitely put in your two cents on how you've seen anxiety basically, like, ruin my life. Like, for fucking... I've been in Florida, first off, for seven years, and I've known Shane the longest, so... I guess start off with you, and then we'll go I think you. you should start off with telling us where it started from, like, the roots of it and stuff like that, so, and we can get into how I've seen it affect you, and what it does to you daily basis-wise, and how you, like, what goals and aspirations are kind of put on the backside for you to figure out what you're doing first. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, when I was, like, in 10th grade, I believe, um... Well, I used to smoke a lot of weed before that, but in 10th grade, I had gotten laced... With, in an edible and I don't know I still don't know what the fuck happened that night and um I, like I was tripping out that was the first panic attack I'd ever had but that's basically where I had first um experienced like any form of anxiety or panic or anything like that but um I was tripping the fuck out all night I remember and um I was like in and out of like consciousness like I would fucking my friend Juan was making me do like sh- he would make me prank all people I was that high that, like, I wasn't aware of it, but what made me realize that I was, like, doing shit, like, unwillingly was I caught myself laughing so much. Have you ever been that high, by the way, where you're, like, mm-hmm. laughing at nothing, basically? And, um, yeah, so basically that's what happened. I was, like, laughing, and then I'd catch myself. I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, I remember I grabbed my friend by the shirt. I was like, why the fuck am I laughing? I got that mad, bro. It was weird. Like, I was, like, about to fucking beat up my friend because I, I just couldn't understand what was happening. And then... It took me, like, two days to realize that it was not, like... It definitely wasn't just THC in there. Like, a lot of people think that it was... Um, that I was too high. Because, I mean, that's happened to you, right? Yeah. Like, you've, you've got anxiety. But no, bro, like, my body was just... I was just not there fully. But I realized it in and out of, like, consciousness. And that's the first time that I can remember having anxiety and shit. So this was in 10th grade, basically. I was, like, 16, I believe, or 17. 15 or 16. In 10th grade, you're, like, 15 or something, yeah. something like that. That was the first time I had ever experienced it, and it's been consistent ever since. So what do you, like, for a normal day for you, I don't know if it's different from, like, how it was three years ago than it is today, but, for like, what are your symptoms and what do you feel and, like, what goes on through your head? Like, just throughout the day. This shit happens from the moment I wake up, man. Like, if I'm tossing and turning in, in my sleep, like... As soon as I realize that I'm awake, it starts. Like, I don't know. It's weird. My anxiety is... You're just like, oh, fuck, I'm awake again. Yeah, it's weird. Like, you know what I mean? Like, since I was, like, tripping out on that fucking edible, like, it's weird knowing that I'm conscious and, like, fully aware of my body. So, like, I'll... It's, it's, like, weird almost. Like, when I wake up, it's always a trip. Like... Well, do you... So it all started just from this edible, like yeah, like that's the first time I had ever fucking tripped out. Like, like I was getting high regularly, and it never fucked me up or anything. It was that night that fucking made me f- like really, really. It set me back, and I was like, "What the fuck?" It was like 
being alive in two different worlds type shit. So this is like your first experience with anxiety. You've never felt it before, and then never. Since and that, I was like in bands. I was in a band, and I was on stage, and I was doing shit that like you like right now it would affect me. I was, you know what I mean. Like right now, mm-hmm. I can't go to like any fucking buildings type shit. Like anything that's like Walmart status or like Walgreens, I just avoid it fully. So like social situations. Yeah, like is it the people or the building? No, itself? dude, it's like it's everything. It's so hard to explain. It's like. Just the environment? Yeah, it's the fact that, like, I don't want to trip. Like, I don't want to fucking... I don't know what it is. There's, it's like, see, that's the hard part that's, that ma- that's like, really hard for me to figure out is that I don't know if it's the social part. I don't know if it's, like, I'm very scared that, like, out of nowhere I'm going to feel like I'm fucking, like, I got laced again and, and react the same way, you know what I mean? It's weird. Like, it's very weird, but, like, I'm, I don't know. It's, I can't tell if it's buildings. I can't tell if it's people still... It's uh, it's very tricky, and it makes my life really fucking hard, actually, thinking about shit like that. Tim's calling. Fuck you, Tizzy. You ruining the podcast. Is that my laptop? Yeah. LOL. No, we'll just block that up. Anyway. But yeah, um, when I'm in, like, Walgreens, let's say, if I'm, like, in the very back, it's, like, almost like claustrophobia. It's, like, I feel like there's no escape, and, like... The way I describe it to, like, my mom or someone, it's, like, like it feels like I'm in the fucking deep end of a pool and I'm fucking, like, drowning. Like, that's how it feels. Like, you feel, like... You feel underwater? Or yeah, you feel, like, like all this stress in my throat. It's hard for me to breathe. Like, I just start getting really, really panicky and shit. But that's, like, a perfect description of what it's like if I go to, like, Walmart, let's say. You know what I mean? Like, shit that normal people fucking have to do. <laughs> like, just anything that requires social... Not even social. As long, it's just weird. It's like buildings and shit. I don't know. So it's not necessarily like a group of people or no. You can It's not that you can't be around a bunch of people. No, not at all. It's it's like a lot of things other than just that. But I don't know. Have you guys ever felt that way? I don't have a problem with going into places. I don't have any anxiety. That's why it's kind of weird for me to like relate. Yeah. It's because like. Uh, I'm gonna try my best to describe it right now. Like, if say I'm going into, say we're we're all about to walk into the ball, right? Mm-hmm. I'll be fine for the first minute, and then after that, I'll start being really aware of everything that I'm feeling. Like, I'm like analyzing every single feeling that I feel. Like every breath I take, it's like I'm fucking like full aware, fully aware of it. And it, it'll hit this point where like I'll feel like I'm getting jelly legs, like I'm feeling like very fucking like unbalanced and mm-hmm. shit. Then I start hyperventilating or I'll start freaking out because of that sensation. So I just feel like I have to fucking like run away or like, you know what I mean? I feel like something fucking crazy. So is what gets you out of it though? Like for you, let's say we walk into the mall, the, the same scenario. Music. What is the way to like overcome that? Music fucking helps me out a lot. Like just putting in your headphones? Yeah, or I'm, gonna put my or? Fucking, I'm putting my phone on silent. Never mind. Fuck this shit. Um, yeah, I'll put, I'll put my headphones in, but I'll try to keep only one headphone in so that I can obviously like still interact with y'all but it doesn't help every single time there's some times where I just de- genuinely don't want to fucking be inside a place you just and have I to have leave. to and I have to be there so like it's just like so your only solution would be just not being there yeah but it, you know what I mean it's like I can't live my whole life like that I can't live my whole life escaping every single situation you know so I'm fully aware that I have to like face it sometimes it's just hard but music is usually what helps me fucking get over it real quick. 
Um, so what do you what do you listen to when you try and get over it? Is there like a specific thing you go to or? I like hardcore music. For some reason, it really like. I don't know. It, it like has a certain amount of energy yeah over energy. It. You just feel the energy. And you're just like, all right, I'm fucking alive. I'm here. But um, I usually listen to that. I realize that like rap and shit makes me concentrate too much on the lyrics and shit, and it just makes me fucking freak out even more. <laughs> it's weird. So you just need mindless beatdown music. Guys. Yeah, I just need like straight up ignorance in my ear. How do you plan on like pinpointing the cause of this and fixing it? Dude, that's what I've been doing. Like, I've been trying to do this every day actually, but it's hard because there's the simple fact of like getting out of the house itself is a huge challenge, and then keeping like keeping track of what does and what doesn't fucking affect me is a lot. Is that's a different? That's like a whole different fucking um, battle on its own. So. Like, right now, right now, I've hit a, like, see, I was living in Texas in December, right, for a bit, and um, I think it's easy to say that for the first time in my life, I had ever hit real depression, where, it, like, it was just hard to do anything. I was literally, like, fucking in bed, and um, this happened, like, in February, so. Yeah, I remember it, that first week you came back, you were... Couldn't even leave your house. I, like, I couldn't even come over. Yeah, exactly. It was it, it was like if I died and I came back to this body and my soul is just like, what's up? This is weird. Like, it was weird. Like, I had never felt this hard of depression before. Well, where did that come from? I don't know. I think... Stemming from not being able to control your anxiety? Yeah, honestly, see, this is what there? happened. Like, when I was out there, um, I was working with a friend and our type of job was like... It required a lot of fucking traveling, and it required um, being inside at the back of a restaurant, which is, like, kind of challenging for me, but it was usually during closing hours, so there wasn't uh, much people around, but every time I drove to a new site, which was, people in the valley will know, like, how far these distances are, but I would be one day, in the morning, I would have to be the, I would have to be at South Padre Island, and then go to Edinburgh, which is, like, two hours, almost two hours apart. At least the areas that we went to, which was deep in Edinburgh. And um, in between the drives, I would be stressing out. You know what I mean? I'd be mentally preparing myself, but honestly, it was like stress. It was like, fuck, like, don't be a fucking pussy. Like, don't run out of the job. Like, you're you're making money. Like, stay focused type shit. So it, I hit a point where, like, I just couldn't handle that type of stress anymore. Back and forth, because, like, it was... It was all day work. It wasn't just like a nine to five type thing. Like I remember I was working till like three in the morning and then I had to go back like at six or seven in the fucking morning. You know what I mean? So it was like little rest, which I'm not like I can push myself to that limit, those types of limits and shit. I'm not complaining about it. I'm just saying like the stress just built up over time where um, I got to the point where I was so anxious I couldn't go to work. And then after that, uh, I after some phone calls, I made the decision of to just like stop working with my friend's dad, and he understood. He was like, "Hey, man, take care of your health and shit." But I think that's what made me get depressed because it was a week after that. It was a week after not having work when I fully was like, "I can't leave bed." During that week, what were you doing? Were you just in? Because I don't know where you were staying when you were. I was living with Chris, and during that week, I was stressing out because. I was stuck between do I find a new do I risk trying to find a new job even though I know I can't like mentally like probably wouldn't be able to handle it or do I come home and um, come see like a therapist type thing so that whole week was 
I mean, I love the valley, dude. Like, I've always, I always want to fucking go back, and I, I want to stay there forever and shit. So, um, there was a huge realization to be made at that time, and there, during that one week, it was like coming to terms that I, I can't mentally, I'm mentally not strong enough to stay in the valley, you know. So I think that's what made me depressed. What What keeps you okay here as opposed to the valley? Is it your family being in yeah. Florida? Yeah, and most definitely. It's not like just family, though. Like, in all in general, when I was out there, I kind of missed Florida for the first time in my life. I was telling Chris, I was like, dude, I think I miss, like, like there's just a huge difference. I was like, I think I miss, like, living over there for a bit. Or, like, it was weird. Me and him were, like, trying to, like, figure out what I was missing. Because there is a, there's a difference between, like, both places, like, different lifestyles. And it's a little bit more laid back here than what I do over there, so... I think I was like I think I rushed into going back home that I stressed myself out to the point of like insanity and then once I was like shit I'm going crazy that's when I was like alright it's time to go home but yeah definitely it's knowing that my family's here is what makes my my journey easier right now I'd say so since you've been back what is because I know the first week you were back it was hard but since then I've watch you like get better with it and go places because that first week you couldn't even leave yeah 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 okay so when I first got here okay before I made the decision to come to Florida I was in my friend's house bed like bedridden I guess you would say like for three weeks and in those three weeks I ate like 25% 15 to 25% of one meal all day like eating was just not my thing for these fucking that long ass time uh, like showering I remember I would get up to shower and I'd get so fucking dizzy and like instantly when the water would hit me like it would just be like an instant rush of fear like paranoia fucking fear like that was crazy I never felt like that before where like I was in the shower and like I just my main concern was getting out you know what I mean it was like I had to like obviously shower and shit but like it was like instant like damn I need to get out I don't feel okay like at all but um I hit three weeks over there and then I came here which is drastic as fuck by the way when I when I got here I was weighing like 160 pounds that's how much how do you normally weigh normally I'll like, weigh like weigh? 175 180 okay so but so I went weeks to, you lost yeah, 20 pounds yeah I wasn't when I was in a, before I took off to Florida I mean before I took off to Texas in December I was weighing like 195 ish 200 remember mm-hmm. I was big and all that shit just went to shit that like those three weeks I was not eating like so you basically lost 20 25 pounds from I wouldn't say in three weeks but I did lose a lot of weight from not eating for the, for like I wasn't eating full meals at all I was snacking itself just moving my mouth and chewing was a fucking struggle like straight up during that time I remember like I remember I, I had to force myself to eat I had to force myself to do anything it wasn't just laying down but yeah that's what I was on for that that amount of time alright so you come back What you drove back right yeah I drove back with my aunt but she's very like blind <laughs> and um the whole drive here it was nothing but fucking thunderstorms so I drove back freaking the fuck out having to get off at gas station having to get off at gas stations was a huge it was like a nightmare for me it was like a literal nightmare but yeah uh, I drove over here and it took me two days alright so you come back and you're just in your room for like a week no I was in my room for Two weeks until I decided to... Uh, until I, I built up enough fucking courage to go see the doctor. So I was here for two weeks. And I wasn't eating in two weeks. Like, I wasn't eating normally for those two weeks also. I was very, like, small with my meals and shit. 
All right, so you start seeing the doctor, right? Mm-hmm. And then from there, does it get better? Do you yeah. start eating more? So or? once I saw the doctor, it was immediately... I was immediately, like, relieved because he was, like... Because I originally, I was, I was describing my anxiety as claustrophobia. I thought it was claustrophobia. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, I don't like... I remember <laughs> the first day that I went to go see the doctor, it's in this... The one thing I hate about Florida is that, like, everything medical here is in towers. Like, it's weird. Like, doctors Elevators are in... This, and everything, yeah. Yeah, everything's in these huge fucking... Stamos is an asshole. Um, <laughs> everything here is in huge towers. And in the valley, it's not really, like, that big of a city for... Or our cities aren't that big where it's like, hey, my doctor's on fucking floor six. So it's just, like, a normal yeah. one-story building. Yeah, just that's usually how it is. Yeah, unless you're in a hospital. But, yeah, so... I remember the first day that I was, like that I had seen the fucking light out here after being in my room for so long, and I was on the way to the doctor, I saw where this building was. I was like, yeah. Like, I told my mom, I was like, dude, cancel that fucking appointment. Like, I'm just sitting in the parking lot. Like, um, so, but anyways, once he, once I finally got in there, I was like, it was the worst fucking 15 minutes that I had to wait. The guys, the doctor's like, yeah, you're not claustrophobic, by the way. Like, you wouldn't have fucking waited this long type shit. So, like, once he started breaking down, like, how normal I really was, I, I felt huge relief. You know what I mean? I was like... So, right. you're making it, like, in your head, you're making it mm-hmm. a bigger deal yeah. than Yeah, and that's honestly what my anxiety is, but it's, like, hard to, like, stop it right To now. realize it, yeah. Yeah, it's hard for me to just, like, grab reality and, like, slap myself in the face and be like, hey, stop tripping out. It's way harder than what it sounds like for me. But, yeah. I saw the doctor... Then it just, after that, it slowly started getting better. He's like, uh, you don't really need medicine. I remember he told me, I told him, I was like, I think I want to get back on Xanax or Valium at least because Valium is less hardcore than Xanax. Mm-hmm. And um, he laughed, like straight up. He was like, he's like, what? He's like, no, nah, you don't need medicine, man. Like, which was, to me, I mean, anybody else would have gone like insulted, like, fuck you type shit. Like, I want medicine. But mm-hmm. to me, it was like relieving. I was like, all right, I'm fucking tripping out. I don't need this. So after that, he was like, um, I'm going to refer you to this uh, therapist she's really good I send her like I send most clients that need like um, psychological help I'll send I'll send you with her and shit and then that's where that's where like I ended up doing that instead of medicine mm-hmm. yeah so are you seeing this are you, how often are you seeing this therapist so I, I think I did my last session two weeks ago like I can go back and talk to her and shit but it's not really necessary mm-hmm. but um Two weeks ago was the last time I saw her, and it was like a full family session. So at, at these sessions, what do you do? You just talk, have conversations about what your day has been like, or what what's it's been going on. It's literally like what's happening here, except it's it's kind of like how movies painted out to be. It's like, and how does that make you feel? Really, like that type of shit. But it's for me, it was weird. I don't want to be like really self absorbed and just say like, oh, for me it was different. But like all my life, I've heard spiritual shit you remember Mitchell's mom right I wish she did that first yeah. time that I met her like so for those listening like all my life I've basically met like spirit gurus and shit like that and they're always like so what shook. Mitchell's mom does is she does uh, what's called Reiki I don't know anything about Reiki but people that do will be like okay and she like uses these stones she gave me one to like put in the sunlight and stuff like that and yeah. she said the and, like the second she met you she felt like this just energy, energy around you yeah. and I've heard not just only her say that it's um other people that I don't know what they really do because I'm not huge into spirituality or anything like that so I'm not sure what it is but I, I know a bunch of people that are 
will be like, well, this dude has a weird aura about him. Yeah. Not really, like, a good or bad energy, just, like, there's something. There's yeah. an energy there. I remember, actually, when Mitchell's mom said, she was like, remember, we were taking off. Mitchell got, like, embarrassed, and we were driving away. <laughs> and she's like, he, she was like, hey, come back so that, uh, she's like, you know, you have a sixth sense. Really? Yeah, she's like, I can guide you to it. And I was, <laughs> it's funny, I was like, in my head, I was like, this chick's fucking crazy. Fuck Mitchell, never meet, like, you know what I mean? I was, like, never coming we'll back to this house. Mitchell. Yeah, Mitchell's cool as fuck. But not, like, so my therapist starts talking about all the spiritual shit also. I was, like, fuck. And all my life I've ignored it and shit, but for once, I was, like, well, she's a fucking psychologist. Uh, psychologist. Um, psychologist. <laughs> well, she's a psychologist. She should know what the fuck's up. I should at least look into it and whatnot. And, mm-hmm. like, she was... This is the only thing that I hated about therapy was that it wasn't really, like, fully about how the mind works. It was all a lot of spiritual shit, which I don't like. I don't look... It's not that I don't like or that I don't believe in it. It's that it sounds like religion almost. Like, you gotta look yeah. into Do it, you like, think so much. that instead of them trying to solve the problem of what your anxiety comes from when they're doing stuff like that, it's more of like, hey, put your faith into this and then you won't be as... My dog choked. Put your faith into this, and you won't focus on your anxiety. No, I, kind honestly, of like distracting you. No, from no, 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 no. That's not what it happened. It's she was. It was like instead of it being like fifty fifty, it was more like fucking like seventy thirty. Like she was talking mostly about like spiritual. She she was very convinced. God or like no, she was very convinced that I'm an old soul. Okay. She was like everything. That she when I told her about all my likings and what I want to do and shit, she's like. Yo, you're giving me goosebumps. Like, you're such an old soul. It's insane. And I was like, what the fuck? Okay, like, what about my anxiety issues? I don't want to hear about this bullshit. So, there was, like, she was kind of using that as an outlet to maybe get you to not think about it, which is no, weird because, because I had to go there. Her. Yeah, like, to I told her it. from the start. I was like, I'm not really into that stuff. I just want to know how to get better with this anxiety shit. Mm. And she just made it seem, I'm not saying, she, I mean, it helped me because I started going out as soon as I went to therapy and shit. Yeah, it was sure. helping. It was helping me to some extent. It's just... It wasn't solving the problem. Yeah, like, it was more like... After, like, the third session, it was more like, oh, my God, let's talk about more spiritual shit. So... That's whack. Yeah, but the thing is, is that I've heard it so much in my life that I was kind of, like, looking into it to see what the fuck uh, it could possibly mean. But, yeah, that's what happened during therapy. It helped so much, though, like, to... Like, I remember, like, um... Do you think your problem is, like, understanding what's going on and you not understanding why you have this? And, like, since you went and talked to someone that does know more about what you're going through than even yourself, really, because you don't even know what yeah. it's called. Do you think that that helps you understanding it more and that's why you're able to go out now and stuff like that? And, like, leave your house and go out to Yeah, to so my biggest fear in life has to be losing my mind. I think I tell you this, like, every yeah. time we hang out. Like, straight up, like, going crazy is my biggest fucking fear. It's almost a phobia. Like, it's not even just a fear. You know, it's funny. You you being so scared of that, kind of it kind of drives you more towards it. Yeah. So, that's, like, my biggest fear funny so far ever. And having anxiety makes you feel like you're about to fucking push yourself over the edge type shit. So, all my um, friends are done. Yeah. Shout out to Lozy. Um, is it a control issue? Or? I was getting to that. I think... I think since I saw how easily it was for my friend to be, like, manipulative of me when I'm high and when I'm not... You know what I mean? I, it's a... It's like I'm very scared that I'll be 
not in control of myself that it sounds like insanity. You know what I mean? It feels like I'm very scared of like being irrational and like like being wrong, and like I I always feel like I'm gonna need help from someone, and I'm trying myself. I'm trying to stop myself from thinking that that it's like it's too much to handle. You know what I mean? Instead of just going with the flow, it's like I'm so dictating over everything. Like when I walk, it's like I'm telling myself like like walk straight with a good posture type shit. You know what I mean? It's like I'm beating myself. You're always up like for everything. Actively thinking yeah, about what's I'm going on. I'm analyzing everything that's happening. So it's like I don't want, like I want to be normal so bad that I'm like freaking the fuck out inside over it. You know what I mean? Instead mm-hmm. of just going with the flow, which is really one of the biggest things that's like that I'm fully aware of for this anxiety thing it's like I want to be normal that bad <laughs> that it makes me freak out so where are you at right now like cause I know yesterday we, we went out we went downtown just to grab some coffee or something like that and um so what happened last night like does, does what happened last night like happen often or is that like a thing that just was a one off thing or like so during the drive to city place um I don't know. I had just woken up when when you when you got me, so I was like, no, getting, what time is I was it? getting so it's at eight. Like this is like at eight. Yeah, I took a nap and uh, I had just woken up and then like I had like ten minutes to get ready and stuff and um, I know what happened. I was for some reason I thought we were going to Duncan, which is closer, mm-hmm. and I saw you taking like when I saw you take the other way, I was freaking out already. I was like, where the fuck are we going? Not like freaking out, like I was scared. I was just worrying and like. I was like, where the fuck? I thought we were going to go get coffee. Like, is there a Dunkin' over here type shit? I was already kind of, like, looking too deep into, like, what the fuck, um, where the fuck we were going and shit. So, that was already, like, making me a little bit uneasy and, like, not feel safe-ish type shit. So, once we passed the airport, though, like, I remember, like, uh, during the drive, we hit the part where we were in the airport. Mm-hmm. And I caught myself thinking really negatively. I just caught myself. I snapped into it. I don't know. I forgot what I was thinking. I was, like, saying some shit, like, you better not. I was, like, telling myself, like, you better not fucking start. I was, like, telling myself, like, don't think negatively. And then I caught myself thinking that. So then I was, so like. you subconsciously like, yeah, have these yeah, conversations exactly. with yeah. yourself, like, hey, relax. Like, yeah, exactly. I, always, I usually tell right. myself, like, like, don't think about the exit. If I'm in a building and, I, and, we, and we're trying to eat or something, I'll be like, mm-hmm. don't think about the exit. We're fine. We're here. Breathe type shit. And I caught myself telling myself that, Aaron, like, I snapped after that. I was like, I don't know if you noticed me, but I, like, sat back and was just breathing a bit. I was like, whoa. Like, it had been a minute since I felt anxious. Because I'm usually in my house. So mm-hmm. I stepped out, and then I was like, whoa, sit back. Like, we're not even there yet. You, sh- mm-hmm. you shouldn't feel like this right now. And it went away for a minute till we got there and stuff, but it's weird. So we it's park. Really weird. All right, so we get we get there, we park. Yeah, and we're walking I'm walking towards the coffee shop. Yeah. And what's going on through your head? Because I know, like, right when we get outside of it, you're like, fuck, let's keep walking for a minute. Let's go to the other one and see what's Yeah, okay, so it wasn't until I saw that subculture was kind of packed, which is the coffee shop that we went to. And it was kind of packed, but there wasn't a line to get coffee. But I noticed it, like, last second as I was walking. Mm-hmm. And um, that that image of, like, no line, no line at the fucking register, that image stuck to me. I was like, well, you know what? There's nobody here. Mm-hmm. I'll be fine if I go to the other coffee shop. So I kept walking. And once we passed the railroad tracks is when I started feeling the jelly legs that I was talking about. I yeah. felt really uneasy, and I just quickly turned around. It was, like, yeah. a quick one day. I was like, you know what? Let's go back. So... That was me avoiding anxiety because I know if I would have gone to the C Street, the other coffee shop down the street, if I know if I, if I continued with the jelly legs, I would have been like 
stand straight, don't do this, don't look at the exit, and yeah, that caused more in their head. Yeah. I already knew, like, hey, there, there was, like, one person in line at Subculture, we should it's, just go there. It's funny that you can, like, be like, I'm about to have a panic attack, i walk over there, I can't go over there, so let me yeah, come back. It's yeah. funny that you're, it's not funny, but it's... It, it, no, it is funny, that, because it's like, you're causing your own problems type yeah, shit, you're but that, I can't like, help Yeah, you're aware it. of it, but you... You're aware of it, but you don't know the solution for it. Yeah, exactly. Which is a lot of people's, like, the opposite. Like, I feel like there's, like, yeah, you need to go out, like, and then you'll or yeah, talk and to people that, that help you get over the it. The hardest thing is that my my psychologist, she was, like, you need to face your fears. So that's why, like... So what are your fears? My fe- I told you, my biggest fear is losing... Going insane, right? Yeah, like, that's it. Like, fucking... Like, we saw... That guy was talking to nobody yesterday. I was, like, that's what I'm fucking scared of. There was, like, this guy walking down the street... Fucking like talking to nobody. There was like several crazies that we saw yesterday. There was, well, like, there's a lot of when you go downtown. Well, most downtowns like, have couple, fucking, yeah. like, crazies, but yeah, like I don't know. And this is not. I'm not like stigmatizing stigmatizing anyone, or I'm not trying to make someone feel bad if they're like schizophrenic and shit. It's just a huge fear of mine because I have anxiety, and um, it just makes you very fearful and it makes you think the worst. So while I'm experiencing anxiety. I'm assuming that it could be something worse than anxiety mm-hmm. in my head because the symptoms feel very like close to something less like. Do you think it's worse. gonna? I I guess you can use a drug term like a gateway, even though gateways like aren't really real. But like, you think that if you're at this level, you're eventually driving towards this yes, level down yes, there. Yes, yes, that's honestly the point that I hit at Chris's house. You know what I mean? I felt like when I was when I made the decision to quit my job before I hit depression, I was, like, looking into my symptoms online or just looking into overall symptoms. I was, like... Which is, like, the worst thing. Yeah. It'll be, like, the Yeah, fucking WebMD, that shit. (laughs) Fucking, like, I was, like, well, how come people with anxiety... How come other people with anxiety... How can they keep jobs and shit? And I'm the only fucking, like, person that can't. Like, it's so hard well, for you're me. you're not the too. only person. Well, it seems a, like a it. Because I've yeah. met so many people that say that they have anxiety, but they function perfectly in society and shit. And I'm, like, the only one that's, like, losing my shit. You know what I mean? So, I, I was, uh... I did more research. I didn't even research anxiety. I'd be, like, rapid thoughts. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, loud thinking type so shit. And it's, like, yeah. And then the first things you see is, like, psychosis or fucking schizophrenia or schizoactive fucking depression. Well, yeah, when you're looking up... Because that can be a, a side effect of that stuff and yeah. then just normal anxiety throughout the day. So that's the thing. It's You got to, like, differentiate yeah, you so being... Having multiple personalities or something like yeah, schizophrenia and, and then just having day-to-day anxiety but, when you can't go into buildings. See, when I lost my job, I didn't tell anybody in my family. I had no... I I faced this shit on my own. My, you know what I mean? I want to be independent and normal so bad that I kept it to myself. I didn't even tell you. Mm-hmm. I told nobody. I fucking... I just sucked it up and let it fucking, like, eat me alive type shit. Like, I didn't want to tell anybody. But I didn't want to fucking... I didn't want to cry out for help anymore. You know what I mean? I, I tried. Sure. I tried understanding it. I tried looking at the possibilities and tried preparing for it. But there's like no way to prepare for something that you're absolutely ter- that's your biggest fear. You yeah. know what I mean? And it looked like, like I remember like one of the descriptions in WebMD for like schizophrenia was the same shit that I looked up. All the symptoms were there, but there was more. And the biggest things that it says is like social isolation. I couldn't go out, and I was like, like, oh my god, I fucking social, like, isolated myself, and it was like, hardcore anxiety was in there, or severe anxiety, and all this shit, so it was like, at that time, I wasn't about to fucking run to my family, or run to my friends, and tell them the same anxiety story they've heard for seven years straight, you know what I mean, I'd rather mm-hmm. just pretend like I was fine, and I scared myself into believing that I had, like, psychosis or some other shit, before I hit, like, full depression, so... 
that's what that's what happened and then I became super obsessed with those thoughts basically and now right now I'm trying to like break down those obsessions of like me being crazy and shit so yeah alright let's go back to cause we didn't finish the whole going downtown thing last night oh so yeah yeah we start walking back towards the coffee shop yeah because you we, were, we, were, keep going. we were gonna check out there's two coffee shops in the same street one's a little bit further down and uh, my favorite one is the one furthest down the street because it's just more like authentic to me. I don't know why it's it seems more like it's more relaxed. I feel like there's less people there and it's not as pretentious. And just yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's yeah. Subculture is just fucking very hipsterish and shit. No disrespect. You're but, just not um, about that kind of shit. I yeah, yeah. I just wasn't about subculture and I wanted to check it out. But basically, like a couple fucking feet away from there, I was like, no, let's leave. I did a quick 180 and I was like, nope. And then Shane just kind of followed me after that. Um, I don't know. I felt jelly legs. I felt like I was like if I, it felt like if I kept going down that street, I would have fainted. Okay. So that's another like fear, I guess. It's like faint, like you know what I mean. Being like, being that guy that causes a scene in public. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that guy. So that's one of my fears. It's also like it's all wrapped up in that losing my mind, be, causing a scene, needing help. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just sounds like a perpetual cycle of. You're dealing with this anxiety, and at the same time, you're battling this crazy fear you've got going on in your life, well, about not wanting to go crazy and lose your mind, and that fuels your anxiety, Yeah. and the anxiety fuels, oh, go, I'm, I'm, I'm about to go crazy. Yeah, oh, no. yeah. <laughs> it's a just, fucking fucked up cycle. Dude, yeah. You just fall right down the, the little funnel here. Yeah, and I know a lot of people won't relate to that, because... I've been trying to find somebody that that can fully relate. Like, I think I've taken this, you know what I mean? I've taken my anxiety and made it, like, bigger almost because I focus so much or it consumes me that much. And it's like I'll get a break and then my mind just goes, well, what if you're schizophrenic and not anxious? Or You know what I mean? So what do you think you have to do to get yourself out of that that self-fulfilling prophecy of I've got anxiety, I don't want to go crazy, but the anxiety makes me feel like I'm going crazy, which makes me more anxious and it just yeah so when I went when I was with the psychologist um the first day we met she was all about like she was all about um this whole spiritual shit took up 95% of our conversation and it was a it was like a two hour session so all this time she was like getting to know me I remember uh it was in a huge tower so um I invited my mom to come with me but she was downstairs she was like all the way at the bottom I remember she, like, called my mom over because when you first do therapy, they try, they, the psychologist is going to try their best to figure out your whole family history because schizophrenia and shit like that is believed to be, like, genetic, genetically, like, uh, predisposed. So mm-hmm. she got, she tried to get as much information out of my mom at one point, and this was towards the end. She was asking, like, do you guys have, like, anxiety? Does it run in the family or does this work? Okay, so towards the end, I, I... I cut the bullshit. I was like, well, what about my my psychological state? You know what I mean? I asked her, like, up front. And she's like, well, do you guys mind if I cuss? And I, we are like, no, not at all. And then she's like, there's, like, nothing fucking wrong with you. She's like, I can... I, she's like, I've been evaluating you this whole time. Mm-hmm. And I've been studying your body language and this and that. She's like, your problem is, is that you're fucking way too lucid. You're trying to, like, overanalyze everything. She's like... She's like, there's nothing wrong with you. Like, straight up, what you're, fe- what you're fearful of is not 
she's like you don't like not at all she's like she told me this thing that i still don't understand she's like you missed your window for that which i don't know what the fuck that's supposed window to be. for what being schizophrenic yeah well i know a lot of times because i took very basic psychology, psychology yeah, yeah i took i think the first class you take in college so i know nothing about psychology but what i do remember is a lot of stuff that happens in your future like around this age especially happens when you're like around three to like six because that's a very huge development time yeah and there's a belief that which I think it's like Freudianism or something like that that it's stuff that happens that are at your young age can like manifest itself to like mm-hmm. happen later down yeah of course or something yeah. Like that. so I think maybe that's what she was getting at but I still don't know because she is a psychologist so yeah but I don't know like it seems like that it really is because you said it started you weren't like this at all before this whole panic attack you had when you were in the 10th grade it was until I got fucking laced so do you think that maybe like it rewired the way that your brain works because I know like a lot of people that brain are very hyperactive will analyze a bunch of stuff when they think with the left brain which is like the math analyzing type shit do you think that maybe I believe that it it's uh it definitely like sparked me having panic attacks. Panic attacks was the thing. It wasn't so much anxiety. It was panic attacks. Like, I would have, like... So your panic attacks gave you anxiety. Yeah, it was, like, a relapse of, like, that panic attack from that night. And I remember trying to go go into high school. I would have panic attacks randomly. Mm -hmm. But it was an anxiety. It wouldn't last all day like like this anxiety is. So Mm -hmm. panic attacks was the first thing. Then I overcame the the panic attack. I haven't had a panic attack in, like, three years or four years. Yeah. So, do you think that your anxiety is you trying to like not have a panic attack? No, because I know like, a panic attack goes. I know if I have a panic attack somewhere, I just have to fucking reserve, like you know what I mean, mm-hmm. stay reserved and like let it pass. Anxiety though is a different thing. Anxiety's fucked up, bro. I always say this: I would never put my worst enemy through fucking anxiety. Bro. Yeah, because I've had panic attacks, but yeah. I don't have day day in day out yeah. like anxiety. That's what I'm trying to understand because I don't I I can understand the whole panic attack thing because I've had a couple, but to have anxiety afterwards day in day out like no, you wake yeah. up this and shit you go to bed. Some, the second I wake up I'm fucking freaking out like straight up no <laughs> breaks your eyes are open you're just like fuck yeah dude I remember I remember dude and I still kind of do this sometimes after I got laced the night when I woke up the morning after type shit I remember I looked up I woke up my heart was racing and I looked at my fingers and I was like I did this look I was like Oh shit! I'm in a body. Like I'm free. It was like I remember you telling yeah. me this. I've had um, night after. This I got was a laced. while ago. Yeah. This um, remember when we went to the beach when we were really young? It was with um, Brandy and Gabby. This is how long ago this yeah. was. Yeah. And you remember we were sitting on the um, this arch, just looking at the water, just the two of us. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Because we had just walked around, and you were just like standing there. You didn't see any part of your body, so you were just like looking out to the beach, and you kind of like in a trance almost. Because I noticed you just like. Yeah. And, then, and you you come back for a second. Oh fuck! And I was like, "What's up?" And like, I didn't understand it then until it happened. I didn't understand it then until it happened when I had my panic attack, where you felt like you weren't even alive. Yeah, like you were just kind of looking, and you were just like in your head too much, so you felt like you weren't even there, which yeah. is weird. But I've had that too, where because when I had my panic attack, I thought that I had died and come back to life, and I was just like a ghost. Yeah, no, it so feels I was like, the, like the, this the middle whatever the. Per- Purgatory, right? Where yeah. you're just like kind of there. Yeah. So I, I understood that, but that's the only thing that I've ever had myself. What about you? Have you ever felt anything like that? Yeah, I, I used to experience anxiety and panic attacks and whatnot when I was a young teenager, but 
like one of the worst things I've ever experienced was this horrible panic attack when movie theater shootings and school shootings and acts of terrorism were spread on the news worldwide and I mean I might have been 14 at the time and I went to go see some movie about the uh, Osama Bin Laden mission yeah and uh, the SEAL Team 6 one? The one in was or was that like... Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as I'm watching this movie, of course it's a movie theater, it's pitch black, you've got this gigantic screen in front of you, and the sound is ten times louder than anything would be in real life. Yeah. And um, <laughs> at the exact moment, I started feeling some anxiety about all of the garbage going on, with all of the violence in the world and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I kind of started to feel like a heightened sense of fear like man I'm in a movie theater this could happen to me right now and I would just be sitting here like a a fish in a barrel Mm -hmm. and then boom a wall exploded in the movie and that just like that image just fucked with you oh Mm -hmm. yeah I mean it totally sent me off the deep end and I had a full on panic attack and I just like jumped and started hyperventilating and freaking out and shaking and I was with my grandma at the time she goes hey where are you going I said Oh, I'm just going to make a phone call. I'll be in the lobby for just a minute. Three hours later, hysterically freaking out, hyperventilating, breathing so hard that I had static across my whole vision. And I walk out in the lobby and I'm shaking, freaking out, walk up to the manager and I'm like, I need to use your phone. I got to call an ambulance. He's like, oh, what fuck. the hell's going on? Just sit down over here. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm having a horrible panic attack. I really think I'm about to pass out and like my chest hurts and my hands and feet are going numb and I can't walk, I can't see straight, my ears feel like they're getting really muffled from the inside out, and he just pretty much sat me down in the corner by the lobby and just was talking to me about everything, and from that moment on, I realized that there's something going on, it's, it's deeper than like just a general fear of what was going on in mm-hmm. the world at the time, it was something inside of me. It was like a personal internal problem that I needed to address because yeah. that just doesn't happen to regular people on a regular basis. Yeah. And I figured out that I just was getting way too worked up about something that was outside of my reach. I didn't have any control over those things. Yeah. I single-handedly could not fix those problems. So I just kind of sat back and said, listen, relax. Yeah. You gotta you, focus on the problems that you can solve right now. Yeah, you came to terms with yourself about that. Absolutely. Yeah. Full on. Right out, right off the rip, dude. See, I, I hit points in my life where I come to terms with myself. Like, you, you, I have an anxiety disorder. I'll like, I'll come to terms with it. I'll try to live with it and make my life, you know what I mean? Uh, like, customize my life towards like having a, a disorder. But, right now, in these past months, like fucking since January type shit, it's like me coming to terms and then this fucking like subconscious voice of mine creeps up and goes but what if it's worse you know what I mean I'll be like hey I have anxiety I gotta I gotta figure out my life of how I'm gonna live this way but it's like you it's like me agreeing with that and then like some fucking like demons like oh what if you have schizophrenia buddy like fuck like then I'll be like whoa like what if you know what I mean like what if it gets worse so that's like an everyday fucked up cycle that I've been going through for like three months straight right now yeah, that's the problem. People don't really understand that, like, I actually did experience this because people, not to be pointing fingers or anything, but to use you as an example, people with a case like yours where you can't control it, it just happens to you and you have become a victim to it, you 
do not know how to fix it. You can't just grab it by the throat and... It's done, yeah. Just, like, just, yeah, exactly. It's gone. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. No, it's, it's hard. It to yeah. stop. Uh, the way I handled my issue was I just kind of realized what was happening and said, all right, relax, man. Just take care of your own problems. Yeah. Everything else will fall into place. You know, it's just going to happen if it's going to happen. If not, then good on you. You've fixed a problem and you're thinking straighter than you used to. Yeah. And from that point on, I just kind of woke up one day, like, a while later and was like, wow, I don't feel any kind of anxiety anymore. I don't deal with panic attacks on any kind of regular basis whatsoever. And I just forgot that it was even a thing in my life in the past. And it very literally just went away. Yeah. And it's not like I suppressed it and, like, buried it deep inside me to let it fester. It's just gone. Yeah, yeah. That's the, that's what's cool about panic attacks. You kind of did the same shit. You kind of, like, got anxiety. over it. Like, my brain just subconsciously figured it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just handled yeah. it. Yeah. There's... Mine's just, like... I don't know how to, like... I don't know how to just tell myself, like, Hey, man, if you go schizo, fuck it. Like, you know what I mean? That's hard for me, because that's, like... I'm so fearful of that shit. I don't know why. I don't know where this fear came from, too. Like... See, that's just it, though. It's something that you fear pretty hardcore, and... Just constantly re... Constantly reiterate in your head, like... Hey, there's always a possibility. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I'm telling you, it's like obsessive almost. It's fucked up, but it's not like I'm doing it intentionally. I I, it just happens with all these symptoms that I'm going through. Just let alone with the with the anxiety. But so, what are your plans? My plans, like, what are you? What's the next move to like? Not right even now, necessarily to get over it, but yeah. maybe even to just accept it and deal with it. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Like right now, I'm trying to map out what I want my life to be like because it's really hard even being doing this whole music thing being a musician you're exposing yourself to being like how do I say this like a a public figure you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like people will look up to you people will criticize your shit so I'm trying really hard to like map out plan B right now because of this whole I don't know if I can handle this whole music thing still like so how old are you? I'm 22. Know, like, yeah, I'm 22, by the way. You don't know if you can handle it because of, like, the extreme spectrum of exposure to judgment? No, no, no. I don't know if I can handle, like, uh, living up to, like, tours and shit like that, where I have to go to a new city and, like, live in the city for the night, even if it's just for the night. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I got to go to, like, buildings and, like, venues. That's funny that you, like, you're not even, like, thinking, oh, what if no one listens? It's already, like, <laughs> no, fuck that. Yeah. You already know what's yeah, going to happen. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, like, yeah, well, probably- I'm already good. Like, I, I want this shit. Like, I'll still, like, I still want this shit. Like, it's in my soul. Yeah, but the fuck the building. Hire me to fucking play festivals outside all you want, but, if, you know what I mean? If I gotta play in a fucking ratchet ass club, I'm, no, you're I'm gonna, bailing. I'm you're gonna get <laughs> shitty bars as your first thing, so. <laughs> no, Even if you play shit. At 22, you know what I mean? I'm coming towards, like, the realization of, like, quitting almost. It's like, fuck, like, I don't know if I can do this. Like, if I didn't have anxiety, dog. I'd be in California type shit, like, making moves, big moves. Like, Make it happen. Yeah, Just I, do it. I know. I want to. I'm at, you see, I'm at that fucking 50-50 point in my life no, where it's no, like, no, I'm about to give it all. Like, I'm about to give it all, but it's like a very scary fucking move, dog. Dude, listen. Nobody ever made a huge move without putting up some kind of risk. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I it. hear that so just much, and it. I'm just like, fuck. Like... 
Oh, dude. And that's because, like, bro, you've, Shane, you've known me since I was, like, what, 18, getting fucking letters from, like, people, like, all over the country that believed in me and shit. Like, when I was doing rap as a joke. Senior year, yeah. Yeah, when I was doing rap as, like, a joke type shit, like, people believed in me enough to fucking write me letters, and, like, I still have all those letters um, in this fucking thing in my closet. Like, I've had plenty of signs. I don't think it's, I, you, you and I are both aware of that you can, that you have the, like, you can make the music that'll be good enough. To like, yeah, I'm not fucking. I'm not. That's not the problem. Yeah, I'm not like. We already know the music. Yeah, if I if I I'm not gonna fucking sign up for the X Games if I can't even kickflip type shit. Like I'm, uh, you know what I mean? I know what I'm capable of doing. I know what I'm capable of adjusting to and shit. But it's uh, like you know what I mean? It's It's jumping off. It's the first step. That's like, fuck, do I do it or not? It's committing type shit. But so, what do you think your first step is? Because you haven't even released. A mixtape. Yeah. You singles before, just on Yeah, I've released singles like that, and shit. Just cause but you don't even have a... Well, you have a mixtape lined up, but you just... You gotta finish that before everything. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I've spent years going back to Texas and shit trying to find this team of people who are... Because I'm not just trying to do music in my life. I'm, there's a lot of shit that I want to do that's outside of the music industry well, you, shit. I feel like... First things first, you have to get the exposure. Yeah, 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 obviously. for sure. I mean, I, I love music. Your means bro. Yeah. would be music. Yeah, look, that's music, your first avenue. Music's like my medicine, bro. First off, I, I like I want to use music first as like the, the the first step, just because it's helped me so much. Like I can be on the verge of a panic attack and I pop my headphones in and listen to music, mm. and it cures me, dog. Like I'm fucking. So you want to be that person for someone else? Yeah, dog. No, like straight up, like. Um, it's like that's definitely like I will fucking give my life to fucking for music. Do you, you know think I mean? that maybe this anxiety could be used in a pause? Like obviously it's gonna happen. Yeah, of course. Maybe you don't have the answer. Yeah. but Maybe you can use it as a solution for other people and not even yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah, of course. So by I being was... able to talk about this stuff and putting it inside music and some kid, some fifteen-year-old kid who just had a panic attack. Here's this shit. He's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, no, I got, like, at first I was making, like, the very stereotypical fucking trap type shit. And I remember I got ego checked a lot by a lot of good friends back in Texas. They were like, why are you just rapping about bullshit? Like, you know what I mean? Like, they that just, shit that isn't you. Yeah, man-to-man type shit. Well, it's not even that. Like, I know it sounds like a lot of drastic shit I say in my music is, like, fake and shit. But it's usually, like, things that I've already done in the past with fucked up people. So it wasn't really, like, my friends coming at me and saying, like, hey, stop being fake. It was more of them, like, saying, like, you're so much, like, above that shit. Like, you can make a name for yourself. Yeah, yeah, they were telling me, like, you can make a name for yourself, like, if you just kept it more, like, towards your real struggles instead of the easy shit that you can do with the people that I know. Mm -hmm. So. Well, I think a big thing about, because I've heard this before from other rappers that have made it and stuff like that or whatever, that. The first place that isn't the last place that's gonna accept you is where you come from. Yeah, because they all know you. Yeah, no. So for people sure. that are around the like that are in different places that have no idea who Tito is yeah. or Jose is for that matter, like that they're they're gonna be the last people that accept you because they already know you. Like yeah, or so, or some of them claim to know me. When yeah, they don't type shit. Well, of course it's everyone, but like I feel like for you to be focusing on which I'm not saying you're hella focused on like where you come the from and stuff six. like that, but like. To be focused on the people that come there and getting acceptance from the people there first is the last thing you should worry about. No, yeah, I just... I, the reason why I keep going back to the Valley is just because it's just home. I was just... I was born there. I grew up there. I was raised in Florida. Like, I, like growing up as a teenager, I grew up here in fucking Belle Glade and Clouston and shit. But 
you know what I mean? Like my roots and shit, my first friends, my first, you know what I mean? All like all that shit happened. Like my first band happened in McAllen. Fucking the first time like I felt in love was over there. Like my friends who have, like you know what I mean? They've proven themselves. Like their friendship is there. They're all in Texas type mm-hmm. shit. No disrespect to you guys. Like no, you course. know what I mean? I'm just saying like. I had my so, first taste of like life. So that's your over there. Com- that's like home base comfort zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. That's my comfort zone. So I don't go over there to like specifically like kiss ass and hope everybody loves me. No, I just go You're over there home. because I'm just genuinely ho- at yeah. home. And, Which is weird because you you come home right, and that's yeah. like you're your happiest when you are mm-hmm. in, in the valley. But like yeah. that's when you're also. I, the thing is, is that when I'm over there, it's like I'm. I get caught in so much drama, bro. Just from the people that I hang out with and a whole bunch of like, oh, you said, and I heard, you know what I mean? This person said that you told me or you told them this about me type shit. So it's, it's funny hard, because South Florida, it's like, it's hard to if you're from South Florida, that. you know, like, how much drama goes on in South Florida. And how, yeah. Like, annoying it is. It's but different here, though. It's funny that out there, it's like. It's different here because people usually, they don't, how do I say like, I feel like... I'm not even dissing the 956 on this. I just feel like the 956 is very, like... They love scandals, and they love... You know what I mean? Like, they love, like, bringing shit up, or... Holding grudges, uh, as... Like, I'll just put it like that. Just like holding grudges type Confrontation? Shit. Yeah. And it's, like, here... It, it does... It ends up at fucking fistfights. So, you know what I mean? It's, like, that's it. Like, no... Like, they're very quick to just get to the part where it's, like... Uh, let's oh, we fight. got a problem? All right, yeah, fine, meet up. yeah. And it's like you try to do that in the nine five six, and you're just like you're like labeled as like a very violent person. You know what I mean? It's like out there, it seems so much more like behind, like oh, I'm on behind Twitter, the scenes so type shit. Yeah, like, bro. I'm with my friend and, that knows and, you, Fuck and it that follows guy. you. That's the fucked up thing, bro. That that's the one thing I hate about home is that it follows you like forever type shit. So like, I still get brought up shit from like 2011, and it's like I thought we were like past this, guys. What the fuck? So that's the one thing that's fucked up about going home. That's the one thing that drives me out of the nine five six. Is that type of shit? Is it legitimately the entire area is like that, or is it just the people you hang out with in that area? Because it could be, yeah, it could be just the. It could be. It could be, but for now, I mean, I know it's because the thing is, is that it's like if I knew people from West Palm Beach all the way and cities all the way to Miami. So that's the valley, that type of range. So I know all these different people from like. Mission, McAllen to fucking Well, Harlington, you know all these different Brown. people because all these different people are intertwined with each other. So, like... Yeah. So, that's why, I, that's why whole... I said that. That's why I was like, dude, the 956 <clears throat> is like that. Because it's like, from what it seems like, a lot of people like to follow the same type of, like, uh, like mentality, lifestyle thing where it's like, oh, I'm just going to hold a fucking grudge and just bring up the time Tito Obscene did this. Cause Do you fuck think it's... Him. All of nine five six, or just the people you interact with that you find yourself. I think being it's a lot of the people with. interacted in the fucking live music scene. Uh-huh. I can say that because I've been seeing that it's not just on me. I've seen it happen to other people that do music and shit. So by the way, we're not like this is if not any of you yeah, like this is not dissing this, this isn't no, this a specific is, person. This is just an overall view. Of yeah, it, obviously, like if you think so it's about it's you, like get over way. yourself. It's yeah, not, please block me. <laughs> So, yeah. Um, back to this mixtape thing. <laughs> yeah, okay. Can we get back to goals? Cause, yeah, cause goals, we should be more focused Like, on that. straight up, I'll wake up sometimes and be like, if I'm going to go fucking crazy, like, I can't stop it. I might as well do something before mm-hmm. I do end up going crazy. So, a lot of the times, anxiety will fuck up my sleep schedule and shit. I'll, a lot of the times, I'll be up tweeting and whatnot, like, until 6 in the morning. But I'm also, like, writing songs and shit. So, I got ego checked the last time I went to Texas. And it's... 
it keeps me up at night. You know what I mean? It's like, I really don't want to be fake anymore type shit. So this mixtape, I had previously been working on it since last year. You remember that, remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was working on this project called For the Sake of Your Sanity, which based off of that, it already has a lot to do with mental health and shit. And um, some bullshit happened, not with people, just within myself. Some bullshit just happened. And um, the way I was rolling this out, the way I wanted to roll out my fucking, uh, it was an album that I actually wanted to do. It backfired on me because people thought, because I announced it, because I predicted what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. people thought I was faking the whole anxiety thing for, yeah. so that I can sell a fucking album. Obviously, people that don't know you. Exactly. So, I got really offended. In fact, that sent me down. That sent me down hard. That, that, that now, fucked when, me up. Again, but the whole um, accepting, like, people accepting you and stuff like that. The people that were, like, doubting the whole anxiety thing. Yeah. Like, people where you came from, right? Yeah, people back in the fucking... That's what I'm saying. Things. Like, yeah. a it's, lot of... That's where that rumor started, where it was, like, this fucking asshole fakes his anxiety for publicity. I remember that was a, that was a message. One of, the, one of the messages was actually from a friend of mine, but it hurt me. It hurt to read. It was like, oh, I heard you're fucking faking your anxiety for publicity. Which like, is, like, the funniest thing, because I've been here since, what, you were 17, watching you do this every day? Yeah, like, dude, watching we're you best panic. Friends, so yeah, so it's like... We hang out every day. That hurt so. to fucking read, and uh, I knowing that, it came from someone else, that came from somebody else, that came... You know what I mean? It wasn't so just... An, just it wasn't an assumption. It was someone within my circle that knew how I wanted to portray this album, that said... That twisted it up and said it elsewhere and shit like that, so... I said fuck that album. I, I was kind of like done with music at the time. You know what I mean? This is what last year or what? This was last year in the summer. Okay. And um, it's almost a full year. Yeah, and uh, it completely fucked me up. And it wasn't until December. It wasn't. It wasn't until September when my friend Mikey hit me up for shows in the valley. Once I had already kind of like gotten over it, I kind of had already made up my mind. No more fucking albums, shit. But I still love music enough to go do a show. And I had those singles on SoundCloud for a bit, you know what I mean? They were already out, and people kind of liked them, so... I was like, yeah, I'll go do some shows and shit, and then that's when I ended up in Texas in December, so... That's... That's what's been happening with that. Scratched that music, and then lost my fucking shit in Texas. Came back to Florida. Been doing therapy and and slowly getting better. Uh, Now I have fucking... Like a 15-song mixtape coming out for y'all. And it's kind of still... Wrapped around mental health. You know, it's funny. Everyone that just listened to this whole thing, maybe like one person, but like, yeah. they're all gonna be like, Yeah, I know. We're this all kid gonna, like, this whole podcast. Each- yeah, just we're for gassing each other up on like everything right now, and it's just like, huh, This two, kid did this whole podcast just to year. get his mixtape out. What a piece of shit. Right? He faked it, bro. Uh, He's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have anxiety. He's yeah. just trying to promote a mixtape. <laughs> this motherfucker. This whole time, I thought we were boys, man. Yeah. So. <laughs> thought we were gonna crack a cold God. So when, the real question is, is when are you just going to run away and go to L.A. and try to, like, become a huge... Oh, my God. Writer? Okay, so what I want to do with this mixtape is use it as a... This mixtape is going to be, like, which is really fucking... I'm not giving myself any slack with this. It shouldn't be this way, by the way, but it's going to be do or die with this mixtape. If I see it doesn't do shit, I'm quitting music type shit. That's funny. It's your only mixtape. Yeah, movie. yeah, I'm quitting. Yeah, yeah, but that's just how tense my mind is right now. My brain's like, dude, fuck you. You're dude. 22, man. Yeah, you're, my brain's like, fuck you, dude. Like, you took way too much time <laughs> to figure this out. Like, you either fucking get clout or don't. You know, old, like Lil Uzi is 22. Really? Mm-hmm. See, and, and and that's another thing that's actually funny that you brought up. It's like I'll see young ass people like Tentacion like blow the fuck up overnight type shit while they're in jail, and I'm just like, fuck. And here I am, like, 
Well, he had a fire single, for me, honest. Like, yeah, but here I am, like, up. trying to cater music to, like, where I'm from and trying to... You know what I mean? It's like, fuck. It's like... It's I think inner battles. I think you're being too... Ju- not judgmental, but, like, you're being too mindful of it. I think you should just record it. Because you're thinking of everyone back in fucking where you where you come from. That's gonna just okay. But well, hold up, you can't blame me for that. Because even when no, I was I'm here, not blaming. Even when I was here in Florida, no, I got course. caught in all sorts of fuck shit, dog. No, it, it just kind of happens. But like, for you to like not do like your music because of it, you know what? It's letting other people you know like dictate funny? what you should do. I just like, remembered something. I, I just remembered something that happened a couple of days ago. I got a fucking curious cat. Remember that one? With, um, which one? It was like, low-key, I think you're a transgender or some shit. Oh, yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> I got told this, some fucking dude, like, anonymously tells me this, right? And I was like, I'm pretty sure I would still be able to kick your ass. When no one solves the fucking following question. They got offended. They were like, that's fucked up. Like, I said that is like, not an insult, but, like, as a compliment because you're beautiful. And I was like, I did not fucking... I said, I, I embraced... No, I embraced literally the, the question that, said... Are you transgender because you get very emotional? Like you, act you're like, like you're very feminine. Yeah. yeah, they're like you act low key. You're transgender because you act very feminine. And I was like, but I'd still beat your ass. And then the following question was like, you're fucked up. Like you're so transphobic. I was like, what? What about what I, I, feel I said? Like, was so I don't know, man. The whole so that's the type of shit that that's I get, Twitter though. That's bro. the type of shit that I've gotten caught up with for fucking quite. You since I joined bro, Twitter. You gotta remember, bro, that like. You and I think of Twitter as, like, the world, because, like, we're on Twitter so yeah. heavily, but, like, half the people I know don't even go on Twitter. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's true. I never thought of like, it. Like, if that. you think about, like, Twitter, there's a... I feel like Twitter is this... It's a huge, but there's... Especially our little community. It's very a niche community that isn't... It's a very small percentage of even South They're Florida. They're very critical, bro. It's but, like, fucked. that's Twitter in general. That's just Twitter, how Twitter's been. Like since I get that it's good though. I it's mean, an outlet for sure. Yeah, and I get that it's good that like you don't want fucking scummy people around the shit. But like I got fucking told transphobic because I embraced the fact that someone said like, "Dog, you're." Well, you thought that someone training. was coming at you because your whole curious like half your curious cat questions are just about my exes trying to, like, and fuck fucking, with you. Yeah, exactly. Which so. is like that's why I never have those things because I feel like yeah, a lot of ask people, FM curious my cat close that type friend, shit. Jen, she fucking she's always like, "Why the fuck are you like?" Why do you care so much about yeah. other people? And I really don't. I just it's funny to see what people. Well, sometimes to have one of those, it, it is it is funny to like have the questions that get asked. But you gotta remember that all the questions that are getting asked are anonymous, so people yeah. can just be mean and just critical or yeah. whatever. They can say whatever because they know that you're not gonna know who it is. Yeah, but I'm so, Bane and ten ten. I'll fucking whoop your ass, boy. <laughs> so for like, but the half of people, at least half the people that are on those type of shit, are trying to come at you and be mean. So yeah. for you to be upfront and like confrontational, and, like. It's expected because yeah. half the people are asking you fucked up questions in general. So for people to get which mad is so about fucked that, because like stupid. I would never like it, it, like I try to picture life as like what I would do to uh, what you know what I mean like what, what other people shouldn't do to me because I don't do to them type shit. So mm-hmm. it's like I'll see that shit. I'm like motherfucker. Like I'm just chilling. Why are you doing? No, that? Yeah, Why are you bringing up my ex? Like, it's funny because I would never would... fucking look at someone's Twitter, see their curious cat, and be like. Mm, you know what? This is a good chance to fucking ask some shit about. You know, people love dirty laundry, dude. Yeah, of course. Oh, it's so people bad. Love, I hate it. People like I've been drama. It's just entertaining. Want to fucking shoot up? The thing is, is like, <laughs> not, like everyone that knows you knows that you're not like that. Though the people that are all talking are like people that hear shit from other people that don't fuck with you. So it's like. Everyone that knows you knows that you're not like that, that you're not fucked up in any way, like, that you've maybe, 
everyone makes fucking mistakes from when they were like what 16 like when I was an Odd Future fan like fuck like 2012 was a bad time for everyone to listen to yeah come on now (laughs) that was fucked like I'm actually thankful for all that like shit that went down because now I know how stupid I look but no, oh, of yeah, course, we fucking, but we grow you gotta remember, bro, it's the time and you just being a young kid, it's yeah. like, everyone was like that, like, everyone goes through stupid shit like that, but for people that consistently, it's like, oh, this person said this about you from fucking four years ago, like, yeah, bro, we, like, I feel like we're, I'm 21 and you're 22, dog, like, we're changing every day, like, yeah, our sure. ideals, our opinions, what we think about constantly changing and for someone to bring up something that's happened to you four fucking years ago three dog, years ago dog it's the fucking shit. worst man I hate that shit it's so lame no respect people just are just their lives are just so boring dog that they have to fucking talk mine is about too bro no that's what I'm saying but like your life is boring but you don't talk about anyone I don't mess with people it's like that y'all have your lives like I'm fucking dealing with some shit I don't care about like fucking two I don't care about fucking last month anymore like nah. don't bring that shit up People that are stuck like that are just, they're not, they're whack anyway, they're not doing shit. But I, like, I you're like coming out with this whole mixtape type shit, trying to like, be this Trying to figure person. out if I'm going to be a public figure, if I'm just going to slowly decay in my mental health and become a normal person or some shit. Or live a normal I, life I think that, until I crack. I think going back to the whole anxiety thing, I think that you can make it a very, it, it is a very negative thing that dictates your life, but I think that you can make it a positive thing in your music because oh, you have sure. this experience. I know a lot of people, like, when they have no life experience, like, it's hard for them to find a media outlet, like, type shit. Like, because I was listening to a podcast the other day about these two um, guys. I forget their name. But they were talking about how they're two white Jewish men in rap. Damn. And, like, they have, like, signed from, like, they've made songs with Rakim and fucking Bun B and shit like that. And if you know who those people are, it's, like, Hard ass as fuck. But that's what I'm saying. Like, but a lot of people will see them just as two white guys that have yeah. no life experience. Like, why are you, like, in this culture type shit? But, like, so I can understand how people, like, but for you to have this life experience, I think you can make it a very positive thing by, like, making it into music. Because I know a lot of people are like you that they go to music for those outlets to get their mind off of shit. Like, regardless if it's anxiety or, like... But they can see, they can hear you going through your life experience and talking about it, and they can be like, dude, this guy's either My just God, like me or, like... Or he's gone through shit and, like, can make this music, this dope-ass music, talking about, like, overcoming it or just dealing with it or his thoughts just in general. And people can hear that and be like, dude, I'm not the only one that... Because I know a lot of people feel like they're the only one. Yeah, that, it does like, feel like that. Especially, head. like... When you're going through, like, something as hardcore as me, I'm not trying to, like, make this about me. I'm just saying, like, when someone's at, like, my level, it's, like, you definitely feel... It's hard to find someone to relate to. Mm-hmm. So you do feel like you're the only one. So that's why I think that you can make this music... Ow. That's why I think you can make this music thing, like, a very positive thing. And then you can be able to look back... If, it, if anything does happen to it, if not, like, you can still look back at it, like... Like, as a positive way for you to overcome it, but, like... If you were to come out with this mixtape and people like I can know I know like you like if one kid comes up to you is like dude like hearing that song or hearing this mixtape like it really did like speak to me like on another level that like I've never heard someone else like talk about before. Like I know for you like that'd make your fucking like Yeah, for sure. Yeah, any so form of happy, like, like acceptance or like if so someone think, appreciates it then it's you know what I mean it's it's I think for you a, a very I think what you need to do is focus very heavily on the things that you know you like, that you know you enjoy. Get rid of your fucking curious cat. Fuck that. Like, don't focus on, like, because I know you have a lot of negative things in your life that get focused on because of your anxiety and stuff like that. But for 
for the outlets that do make you happy, you should like put way way more intention than yeah. I see you doing. Because I know you're like trying hard with this mixtape and shit like that, but I also see you letting bullshit get in the way of it. At the yeah, same time. the thing is, is that like you need to be. I'll use I'll use my social media as like when I interact with people, I kind of like look at that how people respond to me and it's like I'll use that to justify myself like you gotta remember man (laughs) you gotta remember though that like the people that follow you on your Twitter the people that are from cause you have two places where people follow you from like you don't have followers from fucking New York or like California or something like that like you have followers from the 956 yeah. that people know you and then hear shit about you because you don't live there no more yeah. and you just go out there I'm so they either hear shit yeah, about you from people that there. don't fuck with you anymore or people that are still friends with you out there that you go and see. Yeah. And then people down in South Florida that are just like, they know you as the kid that came from fucking Texas that you yeah. love Texas and you don't even want to be here you want to go back. So the thing is, it's like, you got to stop thinking about the people that are like here around you. I think that you have to focus way more on like getting over that. Like yeah, we're, like your friends are always going to be there for you. Yeah. Like, regardless of if if you come out with bullshit, I'm going to tell you you came out with bullshit, dog. Like yeah. but the shit that I've seen, like it's good. Like I know you can come out with that shit. Yeah, for sure. So like I rem- okay, so future, I'll give you a perfect example. So like about getting over bullshit. So future came out with this first tape that was good. It was perceived very well. I forget the fucking name of it. I think it was Pluto or something like that. Or honest or something like that. I don't know. And then he came out with his second one when he wasn't focused on like his music as much. He was very focused on Sierra and his like having like a um, his son and like shit type shit. So like, and that was his worst tape. And like, that was his worst tape. All right, hold on. Give me one second. Here. That was his first tape. <clears throat> so. That was his. That, that tape was perceived as his worst tape. His second one, I'm pretty sure it was his second one, where he wasn't focused on music anymore, and he was focused on all these other shit, and um, like his wife and shit like that. And they had a falling out or whatever. I don't know the whole story behind him and Sierra breaking up. Yeah, yeah. So I don't really pay attention to like that, but I remember him talking about how. And he even says it in one of his songs that the best thing he ever did was fall out of love, right? Yeah. So he says Artist that in his song. Man. So like. He went from this guy being in a studio every fucking day, like, focused, like, his whole, like, shit was about making music. That's because he knew what he, the fuck he wanted to do. Yeah. You know what the fuck you want to do. Yeah. That's where you want to get to a point where you're in the studio every day or whatever. You're recording every day or you're writing every day. You're doing something towards your goal of music, right? Yeah. And he wasn't anymore, and that's why he came out with his worst tape. But then he got over all that shit, and, like, he says, again, in his song, the best thing ever did is fall out of love, because he, he comes back. Yeah. And everyone knows how fucking big Future is now. But, of like, course. if you know Future from, like, how long ago? Like, five, six, four, five, six years ago? Because he's been making music for a while. Like, yeah. he's huge now. And he was big back then, but he wasn't as big as he yeah, is now. Yeah, for sure. But I think you focusing on music, not focusing on the bullshit with, like, dumb shit, like... Your, like, drama yeah. and justifying who I am. And I think that you can, like... I think you can take your anxiety, channel that through a life experience, and be able to talk about real shit that people go through, which, I mean, there's a bunch of rappers that are big on talking about bullshit and shit like that. Well, yeah. Obviously, on all these SoundCloud rappers that that are dope, we fucking like it, but, like, like, I'll bop to it, but, like, at the end of the day, like, that shit's just fun to listen to, like... Or go see live. Yeah, It's not something that, like... Can mean something to anyone like on a personal level. Yeah, shit. yeah. So, so I think with your shit being so much, because the whole goal isn't 
money and like obviously it's like that's a huge thing like because everyone wants to be financially stable like, yeah. so that's definitely a goal but it's not like dude I need to make this fucking tape to get rich bro. yeah like, that's never that's never crossed my mind at all like when it comes to this music thing I so think. that's why I think it's so much more for you that, that you can be able to channel, channel this shit into something like that can be productive and it might not be like productive in a way where you get money out of it but it can be productive in a way to give you like that like feeling of that you need that you've been longing for to have someone else understand your problem yeah and go through but dude like I went through this shit too like type shit yeah for, you to, for, sure. for someone to hear that shit from you like releasing this music I think it can be very helpful in you one overcoming your anxiety yeah and two like just being able to like live yeah exactly <laughs> no so, and that's on, on a second point for my anxiety that that's just as toxic as feeling schizophrenic as shit is uh my self-esteem has been low as fuck since I was depressed the first time. Remember when I was fat and fucking PVC? Yeah. I was fat, really depressed. I had to start all over again. I was a new kid. Well, you were depressed because you didn't fucking... You wanted to go back. Well, I had to fucking... Want to I had to leave, no more. like, my first love ever behind. And then my... Whatever. Um, so, yeah. What are you saying? Fuck, I lost my train of thought. Oh, another fear of mine is failing <laughs> like straight up i think insanity is above failing by like two inches type shit like that uh, being a failure well what do you consider a failure like like what what would you be like what would you consider you failing like what are you failing at just being a person in general yeah or like yeah music yeah. shit or yeah, like like, like completely not being independent like always needing people always needing money uh, well, the thing is, like, it's, humans... It's, it's, here, good, no, go ahead. No, and it's, it's fucking scary for me because I can't even hold a job for, like, more than a year. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that's that's why that's right there. It's, like, failing. So it's, like, if I can't... That's why I rely on music so much. Like, I know... I never looked at... I've never said, I'm going to make a song because I want radio money. I want royalties. No, no like, I'm... I believe in music so much... I used to at least like have that much drive and I, I used to be that hungry for it because I knew if if I put I put it if I put all my effort into it it means I I'll make money off of it and I'll mm-hmm. make a living off of it. So being a failure is right underneath fucking like I'm talking like uh they're right next to each other and like my my list of fears is mm-hmm. like going insane and then being a failure and like just completely sucking at life <laughs> like well, the thing about life is that obviously no no one knows what the fuck happens. No, there is no goal. You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. no like because you know what you can have faith in whatever in your religion type shit. Like that can be yeah that can be your outlet. That's right? something that you can like be, yeah. that can be considered your failing thing. But like for to have like just to be. By the way, you're listening to my fucking family downstairs because <laughs> I'm not in a fucking studio to do this. Um. Everyone has their own, like... So, failing to you is obviously different than failing to another person. So, they're all, like... It's all relative, is what I'm getting at. Like, if someone did, like... Some dude can be, like, a very... Like, their failing is, like, not being, like, fake. Yeah, or, or like, like not fucking graduating. Yeah, like, it's all relative, like, to that. So, I think you need to find what you're... Like, like, I don't know. Fuck, I lost my train of thought, too, because... Failing. Yeah, basically. But it's always relative about everyone's life, so... 
you always gotta remember that in your head like whatever failing is to you whatever you need in your life is like what's more important than what other fucking people think and it's hard to remember that because everyone goes through that shit yeah, it's hard for, for me sure. to like remember, remind myself that too because I still don't know what the fuck I want to do in my life I don't know what I li- I have likes and interests but I don't know what I love like obviously I love music and shit like that but like I've never wanted to like put music out yeah shit, exactly so. no I'm telling you like I've, I've always wanted like I know I want to I know I want to do other things apart from music but I know music is where like I can help so many people you know what I mean like my like me like myself like if I can see myself in another person I know that if I drop this song it can help them feel like they're not alone you know what I mean it's like maybe they can see me as like a role model like shit this this dude made it off of like the same feelings that I have type shit you know what I mean mm-hmm. and um that's what I aspire to be is like kind of like a role model like hey I, like I'm fucking losing my mind and shit but I so made success it for you so success for you is like people understanding and like being able to like success to me would be making my like accomplishing getting through life while battling my fucking anxiety type mm-hmm. shit like so you're accepting that you're just gonna have anxiety for like yeah there, I'm pretty like I'm too aware of my fucking everything to, to know that it's, I mean it's been seven years yeah and it hasn't it hasn't given me a single form of break at all like I I think I went one year without anxiety and that was like that was it hmm. so you know what I mean to me success would be like living a life a full life like independently with anxiety and you what? think through music you can do that? Through music, for sure. Just music's not the only thing I want to do, but I know music's going to help me. That'll be that first step. Yeah, music's going to be the, the one to keep me alive type mm-hmm. shit. But, yeah. So what's next? What's next is... This uh, mixtape, of course. Now, what's yeah. the name of the mixtape? Do you have a name for it yet? It's called Madness. Do you so, have any idea when it's going to come out? No, not really. Um, I, I need a track. That's about it. And then just so you have written, you have it written down in the beats and everything. Yeah, everything's ready. I got like fifteen songs done. They're just not tracked. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm struggling with my old microphone right now because like my friend broke a shockman off of mine. And, uh, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> and uh, a new one is like pretty pricey, so I'm kind of like every day. Like there's been times like I showed you. I showed you some of it. Yeah, like, of course. I'll track it on a shitty mic and it's like so much work EQing and fucking just getting it to sound how I want I'll just fucking delete them and shit luckily I had those that those so you have all songs. these so you have 15 songs lined up lyrics yeah. the only thing you need to do is go and, go and record yeah, it just record them and, or if somebody can if I can just track them send them to someone and they can be like you know what dude this shit's fire as fuck let me just not charge you <laughs> and fucking fix this <laughs> fucking <laughs> dream, right? like if that would happen, then then fuck it, y'all would have the mixtape in your hands. And that shit. that should come out tomorrow. Yeah, like the only thing that's stopping me right now is just me being lazy and not knowing how to make it sound how I want it to sound. That's about it. But yeah, fifteen songs already, and I I completely stopped. I I never wanted to be like hype as fuck with my music because no, I thought I I never thought I can work my anxiety into trap type shit. So. Mm-hmm. I did it this time. Madness is it. Like, Madness is some fucking fire-ass fucking, like, high-level trap shit. Like, adrenaline fucking... That's how I feel. When I track... When I was tracking my shit, I was like, holy fuck, like, I have so much adrenaline. Like, this feels good. It almost mm. felt good to, like, let it out like that. So, like... So, I, you're, you're telling me your shit is trap with a message. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> bro. It's fucking woke trap. Like... You just want to ride around with a car. It's like... A, it's like... It's like... 
talking about some anxiety. Yeah, it's like a lot of paranoid thoughts that are in there accompanied with like fucking fucked up things that I've done with friends recently and like in the past and shit. Like lifestyle that I'm used to back and forth between 956 and then not even here, but like Bell Glade shit with mm-hmm. some, you know what I mean? Like it's just all my life basically in this huge fucking mixtape at fucking face value because I knew if I did if I did this shit like the hip hop way people would just judge it and be like this shit's whack like I fucking I kinda like gave people what they want but put my fucking seasoning all over it yeah of course you want people to listen to it the most like efficient way like getting out your music in the most efficient way obviously like that hip hop shit is dope but like it's very niche at this point, which is weird to yeah. say. But, like, a lot of those lyrics, like, type shit isn't, like... That's not what's, like, popping. Yeah, it's not going to get you any form of, like... It's like it's working for, like, Kendrick. But yeah, like, exactly. But J. Cole, but, like... Yeah. So, um... That's probably how I'm going to do music. If this mixtape gets a lot of fucking uh, traffic, then I'm going to drop another one. And that's just how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's just one side. I also... I want to do, like... More shit. I I am too scared to. That's like, all I'm, the I'm worst. Too scared. That'll come up. Yeah, I'm we too ain't scared to admit. Now, yeah, so it's like, uh, don't sleep on me right now because this no, is where this is where it counts the most. Like if if I got support, all the way from from madness. If I got all the support I need, then dog, you guys are gonna get so much fucking shit out of me. So right now it's do or die, right? Yeah, we're in the do or so die. So what are you stage. doing right after this podcast? Uh, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. After this podcast, I'm probably gonna go back and read all my lyrics and just make sure that I'm ready to release it you know what I mean cause mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to fucking track and do my best so that I can release this as fast as possible but I'm gonna go over my work well you're in artist mode right now what's up you're in artist mode right now yeah so I was like, listening to a podcast yeah. and, um, with, I think it was Joe Budden's podcast he was talking about being in artist mode yeah no I was listening to everyday struggle with him in academics they do this shit on, oh, like, shit. on complex right yeah. and he was talking about when artists he's referring to Bryson Teller, I'm pretty sure. He's talking about when artists are in artist mode, it's not... The whole thing isn't done until it, the day it comes out. Because they're always going to want to critique it. That's how artists are. And yeah. Joe is talking about from experience because he's a fucking rapper, obviously. And they're talking about from experience. Like, artists are like... That shit's not even done when it comes out. Because, like, he's always going to listen to it and be like, ah, fuck, I could have done something here. Yeah, like, that's how it's been in my fucking life, dude. It's <laughs> annoying. I'll hear songs that I release. I'm like, why did I say that? Or yeah. I'll be like, I could have said this instead. But yeah, we're definitely in artist mode right now, and um, a couple friends are joining me on this shit. Like, I mean, we did a song which I never thought would ever happen <laughs> in my entire fucking. Shane life actually morning. rapped on a song. Yeah, <laughs> Shane dropped some bars. I got fucking Borso Ghost. Right He's an R&B guy. <laughs> Shut up. Fucking hopefully Dan. Bands, bro. Brosia, bro. Hopefully he's being hey, he's a big band, bro. Shut up. Hopefully some people from the nine five six man. I don't know. I'm, I'm. A lot of people think that I'm like gonna charge people and shit right now. But oh, fuck on that. Yeah, like fuck that. I want to make music. If you want to make music with fucking Tito underscore scene, <laughs> like hit me the <laughs> fuck up, dog. Like we'll make some shit happen. But all right, bro. Anything else you want to say right now? I nah, we're up I think here. I let this shit. Uh, like, you know what I mean. I think I let it all out for now. Uh, I don't know. What about you, Stamos? I, I kind of want to address your uh, your halls addiction. You've just been. You've been munching on halls for the past month now. I'm addicted to halls. And it's gotta be the cherry ones, bro. Cherry halls cough drops. This motherfucker is just sitting here, like, (laughs) eating them like they are going at a style, dude. You're like, I like menthol, dude. I don't know. I used to smoke menthol cigs, and now I'm just, like, on the halls thing. You're channeling your menthol 
addiction in yeah. the homes. I mean, like, it's more healthy. I'm addicted, man. You don't understand. Like, it's I go through. He has an oral fixation. Damn. Send me halls. DM me if you want my address to send me halls. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's it. I, I don't know. Um, All right, well, mixtapes coming out. Fucking. I'm probably going back to the valley soon for some shows after that. I'm probably gonna do shows here, which I never thought I would, but I mean if I'm gonna team up with like Dan and shit, might as well yeah, have some fun with it, face my fears. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram and whatnot. Oh yeah, that's a I'm, true that's a true good point. So this has been Tito seen talking this whole time mm-hmm. about his anxiety and shit like that. I'm Shane, my ad's Majin Shane, M A J I N and fucking Shane. And then Do you have a Twitter? Uh, I don't have a Twitter, at least I don't anymore, but my Instagram is Stamos underscore underscore, like John Stamos. You really do look kind of look like him. Yeah, for real. Quite a bit. I thought actually. you were his son at first. Dude, especially the picture that I just recently put up. <laughs> it's pretty John Stamos. I'm going to have to put a side by Let side. Let him know if he really does look like John Stamos. Maybe yeah, he's your Follow me on Instagram. Dad. It's an open account, and I want you guys to all be commenting and letting me know if I'm just bullshitting and trying to flatter myself or if I legitimately do live up to the Stamos nickname. Thank you to the one person that listened to this whole thing. Yeah, yeah thanks, thanks if you if you if you got to this point. Thanks, homie. You're the you're the bomb I'll PayPal you a cent. Alright, <laughs> right, peace. We'll bye. bye.